Hello, everybody, and welcome to season 22 of Beyond the Ordinary Show. And y'all hold on a minute here. We're going to get started in just a little bit. going to wait for some other people to log on because I know the process is new through Zoom and how we're showcasing it on the website. So um, we're going to get the the conversation rolling here. And this is going to be phenomenal tonight with Jill Renee Feeler, who is just, um, she's a sister. It, it's, and I say that, and I'll say this in, in the most cosmic way, this connection that we have and, um, and how Jill inspires me. And we've got this beautiful energy where Jill kind of challenges or we challenge each other's beliefs or what's coming through us a little bit. And I love that. I love that because I never want to be fixed on being right because my truth is always evolving. And we're in a time where, where we have been in a time always, but it's really coming to front, it's coming up around us and how our truth or how we've held it in the past is being challenged into grand openings, into new awakenings that are happening for all of us. And perhaps there's different ways of getting there. And I want to invite you into the grace and the love and the ease that's available through this confirmation of truth through Jill's messages and what she's sharing from her heart and her channeled awareness as well. So again, it's going to be a phenomenal call today. And again, I'm so inspired to be here with you all um, during what is just an amazing and celebratory, that's what I'm feeling, time of transition for all of us. Um, so with that, let me introduce you to Jill and we'll get rocking and rolling here with the conversation. So it's, again, Jill's gonna be taking us through an energy update and forecast for the bringers of light. And when she sent this topic over, it just sung to my heart. It's like, yes. And you know who you are, bringers of light. You, you feel it. Whether you wanna claim that for yourself or not, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now that you can't help but to be it. If you're attracted to these calls and to these messages and something, pulls you towards exploring in this way or seeking community where it feels like home, where it feels like you're expanding in these capacities, then you're undoubtedly, undoubtedly a bringer of light. And again, in today's call, Jill's going to go through um, what's going on planetarily, recommendations for those who bring light to Earth. This is going to be great. Um, strategies for feeling sustained and presence unshakably in the light that we are, um, how yoga studios and spiritual abilities training are similar but shouldn't be, uh, new approaches contrasted with more conventional approaches, and why the new approaches work so much better. Um, again, we're going to get into that probably so much more during today's call. And if you're new to Jill's work, I'm going to read from her bio to, so you can become a little more familiar, but you're in for a treat. Um, Jill Renee Feeler invites us not only into another dimension of ourselves, but into another spectrum of our humanity. Uh, she's boldly setting the stage for 21st century consciousness and spirituality, delivering new pathways for deep self-reflection, personal breakthroughs, and profound revelations that are insightful, liberating, actionable, and intelligent. 
Jill embodies inspired awareness, wisdom, and unconventional love that turn even the most popular spiritual and personal development teachings on their head, while also bringing being lighthearted and entertaining. She offers her audience and clients clear game-changing tools for bypassing self-sabotage, accessing transcendental layers of self, and living within your individual authority while supporting others in doing the same. No caves, gurus, hallucinogenics, or years of therapy required. As a recognized rising star, I don't know if you're a rising star anymore, Jill. I think you just are. Um, you're just a star. Um, and you're holding up there so beautiful for all of us. Um, as a recognized star in spirituality and consciousness, published author and unforgettable speaker, excuse me, MBA and world-class intuitive, her inspired ideas come to life and awaken your inner greatness for even the most devoted students of meditation and mindfulness. And Jill, it is with that that I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you for opening up season 22 for us. <laughs> and I didn't even know I was. Isn't that the, <laughs> that's a fun part too. When you mentioned it on Instagram, I was like, what? It's the beginning of the season? Yeah, thank you so much. I am really happy to be here. It's um, it's really, really a pivotal time in terms of humanity and consciousness and uh, bringers of light. And it just feels, um, I think, exciting to some, uh, scary to others, highly confusing to many. And I think my team and my um, objective is to help reduce or eliminate a lot of the confusion and really offer us a sense of center within the source energy that really we each are, even when we're pretending or forgetting that we're not. <laughs> <laughs> and you look so clear to me too. It's just that you're just carrying like this, this very grounded um, power is what I want to call it. Mm. And I know that's what you're inviting all of us to as well, because we carry it. But the, the separation that we see and feel from the field when mm -hmm. we indulge in those conversations um, can take us, can invite us away from remembering that, from being in that. I agree. Uh, so talk to us, let's start with the, um, what's going on planetarily first. Okay. Um, and let me just channel this part because I'm not, um, I don't have notes other than the, <laughs> the outline that, that I'd already sent to you and I'm glad you were excited about it too. So um, let's, let's let Gaia um, share this part that feels totally appropriate. Um, I'm not as concerned as, as many of you are about where things are going. Um, I, of course, have a, a wider viewpoint um, in terms of other global events and very serious life-threatening um, situations that Earth has been in before and that life on Earth has been on before. So from my perspective, I'm not worried. And I hope that, that you hearing that, this amazing special group, allows you to feel more confident in ways that it's easy to feel very insecure when the world is feeling like it's coming apart at the seams. And there are elements of the, the structures of humanity that are um, being stretched and um, um, hammered in a lot of ways. I think the biggest concern that I do have as Gaia is that there are so many individuals that have been so dedicated 
and their spiritual practices and enlightenment protocols. And yet it's some of those same individuals that have almost seemed like the most knocked on their butt. And that's concerning to me because it, it doesn't have to be that way. And what I've noticed, and Jill and John were talking about this just briefly before the call, is that those individuals that are sensing and connecting to a source light that is outside of themselves are having the hardest time. And those that are connecting as a light source and recognizing, recognizing that source energy isn't what you connect to as a bringer of light, it's what you are as a bringer of light. So then the emanation of source energy and really all energy actually stems from within. And those individuals are just like, it's not even really steady as she goes, they're stronger than ever. And um, Jill wants to slide in here because she's super excited about this part. <laughs> John, I have been more passionate, more motivated, more clear about like what I want to offer and what I want to share and what I feel would be helpful since this whole um, COVID-19 thing started around mid-March. I was like, oh, oh, oh. So it, it does make me curious how many of us that are, you know, insatiable helpers, <laughs> we, 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 it's almost like we're built for times like this. And I have noticed that with some of, some of the, the peeps, my audience, but we all hang out together, you know, we're alongside each other, not in front of each other. Um, so that, that sibling sort of um, support system that we have for any of us that really are embodying source energy, not because we're perfect, but because we've decided it's really the best way to go through. And that has been put to the test and passed. How do you feel about that part, John? I'm curious. Well, I think that's beautiful. And I think it has been, I think we're getting the opportunity to walk the embodiments of what we've been practicing. Mm. And so as it's coming up, it's like mm -hmm. little did we know the capacity that we had until we're put in a situation that we get to be in that capacity. Yeah. So our compassion is streamed through when we see suffering in different ways based on the experiences that we had. For our awareness and our anchoring into what our light is and that calibration that can happen whenever mm -hmm. we feel something that's not for us and not holding the judgment for others and how strongly we can cycle that through us it's so important that it takes me back to gaia and it reminds me of what she does she cycles through her own being her own yes. essence and in that it provides vital support for anyone who wants to be um a mirror for that cycle within themselves because as you were talking and guy was mentioning earlier it's like there's those people who are connecting outside of themselves looking for something and so i'm curious what would be some examples of connecting our cyber cells because i love connecting with nature not as and i love giving back to nature at the same time and it's it's this beautiful again cycle of energy but there's sometimes i feel where it's so like we're trying to grab energy to receive something mm -hmm. and so i'd love an, an example of what gaia means by again long questions of this <clears throat> shorter um what is it that we're connecting outside of us to and how is it that we can be aware that we're in relationship but not in codependence with that that's good 
Some terms that may um, be helpful here are symbiotic versus parasitic. And when an individual, and this is what you described, brother, is that they're, they're, for those that have a symbiotic relationship with nature, they're not going to feed off of nature, i.e. me, as Gaia. They are, they are bringing their own light, offering it back, and then it does become like an infinity symbol in terms of the offering and the receiving and the further amplification of the light vibration of all involved. That's a very different situation than those that have a maybe positively intended but parasitic relationship because their consciousness isn't aware that they are source energy. Their, their teachings may have been, um, I want to say aiding and abetting <laughs> that, that, um, that unfortunate mindset that any life form that doesn't claim as its acknowledgement identity that it is source energy then automatically becomes a bit parasitic because it doesn't feel like the light is inside of it so it's constantly looking for for almost like a fix or a hit in terms of feeling the light of source energy so again it that doesn't have to mean it's it's um like a bad person or anything i just look at it as they're missing some important ideology that would assist them in accessing the source energy that they also are right well and i think it's really interesting because what's happening during our times is as waves of emotion are coming up Mm -hmm. there's an attunement process that is necessary to be able to go through the full wave of it and i believe that or that that parasitic type of energy is where we stop these emotions short where we where we're afraid of the energy going through we didn't know what to do with it and so we reached out for something outside of us to nourish or to calm the energy in whatever way that we could Um, but these waves that are flowing through are really giving us an opportunity to to master to be in relationship with with those waves so that we can have a different relationship yes The other um, related directly to that is that for some, there is this, again, it's like, it's like a mental framework, John. And it's, it's, it's the mental framework would be something to the effect of, I won't let myself be happy or joyful or feel whole and complete until everybody is happy, everybody is whole, and everybody is complete. And I mean, in, in a way, that's how some empaths have decided, I think maybe unconsciously they've decided to go about their, their being their light that way. Um, and yet, I mean, when I was tapping into some of those uh, empathic frameworks years ago, um, I started to realize like, well, that's not going to work well. Um, because your light is then dependent on how everybody else is doing. So you're constantly going to be kind of taking the temperature of everybody to see how you feel today. And um, I get it. It's a very, it's, it's a beautiful interpretation of angelic energy, but it's actually not the angelic energy um, that works best in this reality, because there's another way to be connected to the collective that is more like the weather person and can read the weather and indicate there's a hurricane but not be in the hurricane at the same time. And it actually allows the bringer of light to be an even more durable, sustainable um, emanation of source love, source compassion, 
source wisdom, source grace, um, no matter what's going on. So it's almost, it's, it's like an indestructible um, sort of way of being source energy. And again, what, what better time to, <laughs> to have that embodiment of source energy than now? I mean, this is, this is crazy, John, what's going on. I just, I can't, I, I'm just, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. But again, it just motivates me even more to assist others in feeling the way that I feel about the just unshakable love that source energy has for us so that we can be our own expression of that unshakable love, no matter what's going on. I think when we need it most. I agree. The other planetary forecast that uh, some here may not like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance for those that don't like it. I'm glad you prefaced. I'm glad you prepped them, John. That sometimes I say things that are that are not exactly the the norm um, in terms of what happens. Anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm like I would do deliver the bad news. She's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, okay, not to pass the buck or anything, but she will say better than I will. An even bigger concern that that we as Jill's team and as and as Jill have is for those bringers of light that have been so dedicated in their being their light in this reality that are expecting that the worse things get, the sooner things get better. And that is a, a really I don't want to make it overly dramatic, but it's a tragic prediction that is not likely to happen. And it, it breaks our heart every time we hear um, anyone in the bringer of like community express things like, oh, it's got to fall apart before it can be brought back together again. And they say it as if they're interpreting the Piscean age to Aquarian age shift as if it's going to happen in their lifetime, as if they'll see it, as if they're just like one, one destruction away from everything being great again. And when you know a storm is coming and it's going to last a while, it is more wise to kind of buckle up and really create frameworks for the source energy that you are that are more durable amidst the hurricane sort of energy that happens on earth. And this is a hurricane sort of experience. Yeah, that makes, I mean, that's, that's so in alignment, Jill. And that really calls me forward into um, really one of the most loving practices that we can do for ourselves is to be in the present moment. Yeah. And by being in the present, you amplify your life from there. There is no projection forward of a judgment of how things should be mm. or how they should have been. Yeah. And it's in the present that we're creating the reality and also the probability for the next reality within ourselves. And then we can invite people and amplify that in that as a light bringer. But to project it forward that you won't be a light bringer unless this happens or that the world won't get better until this, mm -hmm. it's taken us away from our center again as well, which is taking us away from our power, which is giving it up to something else outside of us. <gasps> oh, ho, ho, ho. that was huge. I totally agree. And I hadn't thought about that angle, but you are so right. 
because we have so much power available to us. And if we're not using it for the light and the love and the compassion and the centeredness and the inner peace um, that we that we are, then it's then it's up for grabs in a way. The wisdom, the wisdom again. With I mean, look at everything that's happening in the news right now. Everything that's being bombarded through social media, what we're witnessing in our neighbors, even, mm-hmm. and it's the wisdom of that sensor that it's we're creating our worlds and what type of world do we want to create? Yeah. And so we're, I think what's changed for me in the times now is that we're really being called into the responsibility of the world that we are creating. And it starts with our presence from, and our decisions from that presence and being aware that if I had this thought or this action, that it had a repercussion and a ripple effect. Yeah. And then we can adjust and acclimate according to that. Not that we have to get it perfect, but that awareness and that intelligence, it's not something that we can be ignorant to anymore. No. And the, the idea that the, I mean, some, I, I see it still on social media. Some are still under the impression that the 3D is going away. And when that isn't, I mean, that isn't at all what, what I see, I'm shown as my team, et cetera. It's, and it, it can't happen. You can't have the number five without the number three. You can't have the number seven without the number four. So I don't, I don't know where that idea came up, but I see so many people and definitely newer clients energetically, they are acting as if, well, the 3D is going away anyway, so it's all good. And I'm like, oh, 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 we got some work to do here. <laughs> we got some updates to do here. And to me, it's not, it's not, I would rather know the truth than, than have hear only good news. Um, so this idea that we are we're built for all of this we've got this and the i mean what you were saying earlier john this that i love what you said about the the embracing in order to create the world we want to live in we have to embrace the present and for some it's almost like and maybe it is some law of attraction teachings that that get in the way of accepting the idea of no the world is what it is and it probably will hang around a lot longer than a lot of us would like and that doesn't mean we're failing but it also doesn't mean we can fix it or control it or flip it like maybe we would want to there's seven at least seven billion humans on the on the planet all of us contributing to what is so it's a it's a it's a tricky situation well, it's a tricky when we start judging it as needing to be a certain way so that we can feel comfortable. So good. It's almost, I love, you know, I love <laughs> analogies. It's almost like somebody that wanted to get strong that said, well, I don't want to go to the gym while I'm weak because I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to have anyone see me lift those little girly five pound weights. <laughs> so I'm just not going to go to the gym until I can lift the, the 20 pounders. And it's like, but where are you going to do this if you <laughs> we've got to accept where we are <laughs> well it's so wonderful though if, if we want to use the the labels of 3d and 5d so what if you have 5d awareness and you get to bring that into your 3d reality mm-hmm. and what you create from there and then this thing of being human and incarnate becomes such a gift yes. and we get to celebrate and use it and be with it <sighs> in ways that were not open to us before because we were still playing out the and being in relationship with those parts that were so hurtful or confusing or that were taking away from us and now that we're back in our center 
where did you get to live your life from that perspective mm -hmm. and whatever way you want to label it for bringing this really this Christed consciousness into human form perfect because then you're you're creating what you want now and allowing yourself to be the version of you that you want to be even if others aren't ready for you <laughs> even if even if the world isn't perfectly suited i mean who is the world perfectly suited for no one this is a very strange reality but you know what we came anyway we each made ourselves to be our team energy in this reality so this sort of passive oh i'll just wait till it's till you know until it's all good i'm just like oh that's really unfortunate and i think the biggest the biggest concern I have for individuals that are that are sort of living that way is if they're waiting for ideal conditions or they, there's so many excuses to wait to be the version of you that you want to be, is that when they when they die, the pullout sensation is extra rough because it's that's it's you feel like you're getting sucked out of your body and there is this consciousness still operating beyond the brain that was like oh no wait i had all these plans i was gonna do this this and this and i wait no <laughs> i don't want it to be over um yeah. and i don't want anyone to i mean the more we can minimize that i think the better even because it's a good metric to use too to see what we're holding back on in our and are actually living that's a great exercise to go into and exactly reflect upon it and mm -hmm. see where that can be lived instead of regretted upon later exactly. but one thing i want to go back to it's mm -hmm. it's and i love this again talking about analogies is um being in this energy of what, what we're creating through our center mm -hmm. and think about being a parent it's like you're a parent to your you know to your i have my love yeah jill has her love and we yeah. have the daughters as well <laughs> uh, but it's like it's we can't control their path we can mm -hmm. guide we can be examples for them but they're going to follow their version of their reality to create and co-create in their world. And hopefully we've provided enough of a foundation for them that they'll take from it something that's gonna really mm -hmm. serve them and they don't have to go perhaps through some of the density and the suffering that we went through and, and learning how we can be more in that cycle of being in relationship with those things instead of trying to pull and pull to try to make ourselves more whole. I love it. When my, so I had my, um, I want to say turning on the, the wider <laughs> range of me happen when my kids were, were quite young. Um, I think my, I think my Olivia was seven at the time and Georgia would have been, um, four at the time. Um, so four years old and seven years old. And it was interesting because my relationship with them changed so much because I was, I was so keen and excited on the idea that they aren't a product of me. They are their own one. And I have this front row seat to who these these two beings are that happen to be, you know, my daughters. Um, but there's so much more than that. And yes, they're using some of my genetic material and my husband's, but they also have access to supersede and override genetic material. All of us do. Those are just starting points. Um, and the more we allow ourselves to redefine and re-identify who and what we are, we naturally override any of the, any of the genetics that is not serving. Um, and Jesus definitely did that, just as one example. 
Um, and how nice that his origin story is so transcendent that, <laughs> that his, um, his image of self was, was supernatural. And I hope I've done a little bit of that um, for my daughters and just really helping. I always treated them, yes, as my daughters, and there are things humanly that their frontal lobe, you know, not being developed even as teenagers now that they, that they you know, don't know. And my younger daughter's learning how to drive and um, we can drive really early in Idaho. You can get your license at 14 and a half. It's ridiculous. Oh, wow. It's because of all the farms in Idaho. <laughs> you got to get those kids on the tractors and helping with fields. Um, anyway, so we take advantage of it. The city kids too. Um, anyway, so there's all these different moments of respecting them as their one, giving them all the all the resources and skills you you can help them with, but having a sense of trust that it really is up to them. And there is only so much that you can do um, to either help them stay out of trouble or, or make the right choices, etc. But I mean, I didn't listen to my parents when I was my kids' age. <laughs> I just, I never felt my age though. I never felt 14 when I was 14 and I don't feel 50 now that I'm 50. So, yeah. you know, there's that kind of bonus, I think that um, my parenting approach has too, that yes, they are 14 and 18, um, but there's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. So beautiful. So Jill, what are some strategies that you can share with the audience about sustaining mm -hmm. this consciousness that's coming through for us? And, and again, being the energy that Gaia was sharing. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. So the most important one, and this is just a simple adjustment that, that anyone can make is when you are connecting as, as the light that you are, where is the light to start with? Because for many, many people, they immediately imagine the light above them and they pull it in through the crown. And what you're telling your psychology and your subconscious is, oh, we're not the light until we pull it in. It's outside of us and we aren't it unless we do that. So a, a really nice, oh, were you going to say something? I don't want to. I was, and it's it's such a beautiful reflection of, of the turmoil that's happening in the world right now. Yes. If we look at the complaints of the leadership and corporations who we think are manipulating, and if we yeah. look at the different institutions that we don't agree upon, it's again, we saw them as above us, outside of us, mm -hmm. and we're going through an, an internal reorganization of redefining yeah. where that authority and that power reside resides thank you resides is the perfect word yeah yeah so it's just so indicative of what's happening mm, i didn't see that but i totally agree with you perfect it's so true there's a there's a leveling out of who has what authority over whom and why and should it be that way and how can you adjust your own reference of self-identity and choices and actions and emotions we choose our emotions um, that I guess that would be the second thing but let me finish the first thing first so rather than have the light outside of yourself any anyone that uses a protocol of that flip it to where the light is inside of you and you're acknowledging it so one way that I like to do it um, with my audience is as you close your eyes and we can do actually do it right here let's do the yeah. activation is that okay yeah. Yeah. okay absolutely okay let's do it so yeah because what did we call it because I want to I want to be honest here we said a special reset of infinite light activation will be offered. 
Let's yes. do it. <laughs> oh, I love you. Your glasses. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's close our eyes and take some nice deep breaths. You may already feel your body is um, in a new rhythm. Great job. You may find yourself bobbing back and forth a little bit. That's perfect. And as you're breathing, imagine that there is a source of light behind your eyes and your inner vision is going to go into follow the light behind your eyes. Imagine it like a slide down your throat into your heart space and then right below your heart and it's this center galactic sun that is inside of us as the stargates that we each are. And just let that inner light just absolutely beam and shine in all directions, all through you and into the full ball of energy that your humanness sits in. Great job, radiating that light. Take a nice deep breath and have that light expand. And as you're breathing, nothing can get in the way of this light. Nothing. You had a bad day, you didn't bother the light at all. It's indestructible. Nice deep breath. This light keeps you functioning at your best, no matter what the outside world is going through or, or what's going on anywhere. This light is what you brought with you. As you're one, you incarnated with this, all life has it. You guys are just lucky enough to know about it. Nice deep breath. You are not bothering anybody by letting this light absolutely expand. We want Gaia to feel you glow. Nice deep breath. She just said, I'm getting hot. <laughs> Great job. And now let's say these words. I encourage you to say these words for yourself. The source light is what I am. Across time, across space. Beyond time, beyond space. It is infinite. It is eternal. It is strong enough for anything that could happen here. It will see me through my darkest days. It will help me shine for others' darkest days. I choose this light that I am. I brought it with me to be here as my light and so it is it's lifting off the head of some uh, some uh, maybe rusty ideas up there <laughs> that don't fit anymore with that that's beautiful, so thank you for that. You're welcome. I like how we did it kind of quick, too, so we can keep talking. <laughs> talking. All right, so you went into two ways of sustaining. Were there more that you wanted to share? Um, yes, I would love to share more. Um, let's see. So we did the the light is the source 
source from within you, not outside of you. And then the other one, what was the other one again? My mom centered too much in this. It's okay though. We'll grab, we'll grab two more. So another amazing tip for individuals is that you are whole and complete as your one. There's nothing from a past life you need to bring forward and there's nothing you need to bring forward into another incarnation. You are whole and complete right now as you are. And the more you can acknowledge that and it's almost like diminish thoughts that would be to the contrary that are in your field, the brighter your light, love, compassion, wisdom, healing, grace, all of it will be as your one. And that is so beneficial as our source energy in this reality and to the entire reality here. That's beautiful, Jill. I'm curious um, on what your perspective is around this, because I feel different integrations and, and different growth spurts happening. But for me, it's an organic process that happens naturally without having to force anything. And you just have an awareness that something's ready to blossom, something is ready to give birth to, something is ready to transition because its, it's cycle is over. How does that relate to this, if at all? I feel it could relate. Um, I don't feel you didn't mean it in the context of past or forward lives, did you? I did somewhat. Okay. Um, oh, tell me more about that part. Well, it's I've been going through, I've been experiencing different energies coming in and leaving also. And, and part of it, I would call past life regressions and bringing in it's really acclimating to an energy of word an aspect of myself just wasn't in vibrational harmony with and it's ready to, to come in um, and to integrate as part of the wholeness that's available. And there's also part of the wholeness that's available that's evolving into an unknown right now, but that continues to grow, that continues to come in. Um, but it's all happening in present time, if that makes sense. Yes. And so it's an organic unfoldment for me. Yet it doesn't say that this isn't happening because it feels like it does. And it doesn't feel like this potential isn't taken away because that's still there, it feels like. Mm -hmm. But again, it's all from this present type of being, not forcing it to be or controlling it to be from one way or another. Okay, so we would we would offer a different a different origination of those sorts of ideas and the energy patterns that you're accessing. And we wouldn't call it a past life regression we would call it a potential life regression. Okay, that makes sense. Right, makes and then it's almost like you're, it's the same process, but what we call it matters, right? Because we do, and this is where it gets a little awkward with terminology, because the way that, that I encourage people to operate as their team is that yes, we're within space time and our human one, but our source energy is beyond space and beyond time beyond celestial bodies, but beyond star systems, beyond, beyond other lifetimes and other realities that we're experiencing simultaneously. So the way that Metatron said it to me one day, he said, well, this isn't next. <laughs> it's all happening at the same time. So there is no past. If there's, there's no past and there is no next. So what is this linear chain of, of lifetimes that people are doing? And I'm like, I know, I, you know, help me with the words to try to explain this. But um, anyway, so this, 
Yeah, so I love, and I was smiling, I couldn't help from smiling as you were describing it, because your team was like, oh, it's not a past life regression from our perspective. It's more of a potential life regression that helped yeah. you open up to other possibilities. But I mean, in some ways, I don't care what we call it as long as it works. And if it seems like you were creating, I don't even think you were fed them, John. I think that your infinite self was handing you some ideas mm -hmm. and energy structure, structures to support those ideas that you were able to consciously activate and acclimate as your John. It's awesome. But what you're saying also, it does matter because the words that we use mm. function in a particular vibration and they either come with a limitation or an expansion. Yeah. And if we're, if we're bringing it in, even subconsciously from a limitation that we think is empowering, yeah. how more powerful it is it to bring it into alignment with that light that's available to us. I agree. And that a construct that's based on somebody else's interpretation of what we're assimilating. I, I nitpick words a lot because I do feel like they matter. Um, but I think more importantly, I'm always looking at what is the energetic, I want to say alignment between the individual human and their source energy. That's what I'm really looking at. So if that alignment is really good and really strong and sustainable and they're feeling that creator energy, it's life force, all of those things, then I'm kind of less concerned if the framework is, is not maybe how I would set it up um, or how I, would, how I would recommend it. So I guess more outcome-based um, and you, you're good. <laughs> awesome, that's awesome. All right, so we have three ways to sustain. Yes. So there might be fourth way. Um, oh, there's there's an endless number of ways, but yeah, let's let's Metatron just said let's throw a fourth one in there. Even if you're yeah, this, I really love this one. Even if you're doubtful or concerned about humanity, at least give yourself some credit that you can be hopeful for yourself. That doesn't mean that you. That's not mutually exclusive with caring about others. It actually gives you more permission to take care of yourself and nurture yourself and support this amazing energy vibration and range that you guys are so that you can be even more relevant and helpful um, in your real and more influential even in your reality yeah it makes okay. sense again those that can amplify their light mm. more people to see it yeah. and you're just and you're doing it from a reason of self-sustaining, of self-inquiry, if you will, of wow. self-relationship, that intimacy. And from that, this becomes available. Mm -hmm. But if we're constantly, again, you mentioned earlier the, the idea of the empath giving away of itself. You know, I grew up very Catholic and, this, and Latino mm -hmm. Catholic. And the symbol for us is the, the crucifix, the yeah. sacrifice. Everywhere. It's <laughs> everywhere. And that's what I grew up with. That's how, that's for my mom was with my father she mm -hmm. sacrificed everything for him yeah. he sacrificed their you know in their own capacity and that was it was very entangled in its intention mm -hmm. and it really took away from what was available and it taught us a certain way of being and relating to others of how of how we're to serve feel that it diminished our lights. It diminished who we were. It took us into, again, the the impoverished Latinos, very humble, very mm. someone else has more power. Somebody else, it's, you know, the conquistadors came in and the whole mm. oppression that happened there. 
um, it's it's happened in so many ways, and and we all have carried it in some way, either through the witnessing or the experiencing or the history and the lineage, from oppressor or victim standpoint. Still, there's been this mixing part of it, um, which is beautiful because if we realize that, we realize that the judgment can dissipate mm. on either side of the polarity come into compassion which then takes away that chemistry that prevents that opening within ourselves to bring the light that's available to us in its utmost power that's so beautiful and i love that you have transcended in so many ways that 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 form of nurture and nature that you have genetically as well as just the the um, growing up in a household and with those dynamics and in that faith um, the way that I look at it for anyone that is not giving themselves um, permission to feel and receive and be a healthy version of love that is emotionally mature and all those things because we as beings are we're creatures of love in so many ways if we're not getting it in a healthy way we will find other ways to be manipulative or passive aggressive um i want to say shady and sort of subconscious with our emotional needs trying to get them met and that's exhausting um for other people and it's exhausting it's very draining for us too so um yeah there's there's so many ways to 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 rewrite our story and to repattern those habits so that we are a, a clearer vessel of source love and therefore a, a healthier version of love and um, givers of of source energy including love in this reality and again the intention of which we do that with mm -hmm. shifts dramatically there's a different yes reason of why <laughs> we're limiting that than what it used to be and it's and it's wonderful to you know if i could have said i wish i could have skipped from being so entrained in a particular way to like being here now and in, in the different state of awareness because of the different experiences that i've had i don't think it would have served me i don't necessarily think that i, I would appreciate it um, in the way, and I don't think I'd be able to have a relationship with those that I have with now in the same way that's really, it's so much more heart open and expansive. It's, the journey's been amazing. And while some of it, a lot of it, in different experiences were extremely challenging, mm -hmm. um, there's so much gratitude and awareness mm -hmm. of, of what they engendered as well. That's, I mean, that's a, there's two choices when we have an upbringing or a background that we wouldn't that we wouldn't have 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 uh, authored if we if we were to do it today or at least we don't think we would have <laughs> there's two there's really two big choices one is to accept it and find the gratitude in it and the other one is to say it doesn't have to matter as much as we think it does given where we are now yeah that's a great approach now jill i want to get into the different spiritual trainings the spiritual ability trainings how oh. we can yoga practices and all that and that's gonna be a great conversation and i want to make sure we give ample time to your okay, special good. offer okay what you're sharing there is awesome so everybody if you're while well, you are watching on the mm. bto page click on jill's special offers at the top of the page 
um, and we're going to review that here together. If you can't find it for whatever reason, just type in um, to your web browser beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash Jill22. It makes me so happy to see the number 22 behind your name. That's, I know, me too. It's such a sacred number for me for mm -hmm. so many reasons. Uh, but again, beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash Jill22, and it'll take you to the special offer page. And Jill, lead us through what you put together for us. Okay. So as I was uh, feeling into what we wanted to offer, it was really clear that similar to what we've been talking about today, there's a lot of new frameworks that my team and I have been working on. And as we saw some of the fellow bringers of light feeling challenged um, in this sort of new chaos, my team was like, oh, the, the new frameworks that you've been using, let's help you clarify those so that others can use them for themselves. And it does feel almost like the professor's notes uh, for life in terms of this reality, John. So let's just, let's look at it. So I did put together two different versions of it. One is the Platinum series, um, and then one is the Professional series. There is a very different, I want to see, say, flavor and depth of information, wisdom, and activations that come through for my fellow practitioners. It's just to because we're not just helping them in their journey, we're helping them help others in terms of their clients or their patient base. Um, so we do have two different versions of the package. But in the Infinite Light Activation Series, I mean, these are these are unprecedented times. I just saw this. You're offering a 30-minute session with the first package as well. I'm offering a private session with, I have learned, John, that oh. <laughs> every time I've been on, it's been the packages that have the private sessions that are the ones that, <laughs> that sell the most. Awesome. So I'm like, let's just not mess around here. And I'll just add a 30-minute private session for the Platinum version and a 60 minute private session for the professional version. So everybody gets a private session and I love to meet. I love to meet with individuals. I love to meet with your audience. So I'm excited about that part. Oh, I'm excited too. It's it, y'all a 30 minute session by itself. Jill is like, she's like, she, it's like, it's nonstop straight in to the core and light comes in and these guides boom, show boom, up. Boom. Like, Thank you, God. Um, I had to interrupt that. <laughs> that's okay. We had private sessions in both of them. That's so awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Them. That's okay. So these are unprecedented times and challenging on humanity. And some are having a crisis of faith, a crisis of their beliefs, and frameworks are, are sort of not doing the job that they may have, they could be doing better. So the Infinite Light Activation Series is a very clear articulation step by step of another framework to use to hold the light that you are and i love how they did it john because there are so many they meaning my team a lot of it is well i am my team and my team is me but there is a lot of it that is more channeled jesus came through metaton came through mary magdalene came through um archangel gabriel came through goddess isis so it's a it's the, it's a lot of the crew. Gaia came through in one part. So there's a systemic approach to creating a new framework where your light is the infinite version of your light that is beyond time space at the source energy layers. They knew exactly what to say to help us let go of the old, more conventional frameworks that aren't like they're not meeting the standards we need in order to face the times that we are living in right now. 
And when they when they are so clear that it's not going to get better anytime soon, that doesn't mean it's going to get worse. But this isn't a huge surprise to anyone on our teams that this level of chaos is happening. So to have a framework for us to be more durable in our light, to be more unshakable in our love and in our sense of source energy, no matter what's going on in the outer world, it amplifies and expands everything we love about what life can be in this reality. Okay. <laughs> so let's dig into some of the items. Now that you've, yes, you pointed out the first item in every package is the private session. Um, there are eight, there are nine recordings total um, in the platinum package and in the professional package, I think it added up to about 13 or 14 recordings. Um, I made a video, like an actual video. I recorded on my Lubix camera for every single one of them. So I have an audio version and a video version. I've been working my butt off, John. <laughs> so excited for people to experience this work. My family's like, she's still in there recording. I'm like, I know. Oh, yeah, I promise I'll come out and have a break. Um, but I think recording number two is my favorite so far. And it is the spherical energy field. It is the expansive energetic frequencies redefining this reality. They gave us a new origin story for this entire reality. Oh, interesting. And it was so satisfying to any of us that like logic and reason, and we have pretty sharp brains. It's like, we want a good answer for what the hell is going on in this world. And I, once I have an answer that I'm like, okay, I don't like it, but it does actually make sense. That to me is so satisfying and it lets that source energy again seat more firmly inside my humanness. And I've seen that happen with my clients as well. And this is a brand new series. Like I said, I was just recording it. By the way, my team wouldn't let me record it until after the full moon on Friday and after the, uh, the eclipse that was on Friday. So I'm like, we don't have a lot of time, but I'm always last minute with you guys because I want it to be the freshest energies possible. <laughs> Beautiful. So with those activations, it's very gentle, very um, simple in many ways, like we did earlier. And it's an organic way of being our source energy. And there are some controversial things in here. Um, but I love how we handled it. It's very gently pointing out what maybe seems now, maybe more than ever, illogical sort of approaches to some of the more conventional frameworks. Um, the idea that humanity is here to awaken, the idea that Earth is a school, um, and they don't just like throw it out that we disagree with that. They explain why. And it was just like, I felt like I was with the most amazing professors ever. Like, let us tell you the real story. And it, it's, it, is, it is the truth. So it allows your light, because light likes truth. I could feel my light expanding with every single recording. I don't know if I'm glowing, but I feel more jazzed and energized than ever. Well, you look lit up when you first get on the call. I noticed, <laughs> I noticed the change in you for sure. Uh, and I'm not just saying that it's like there's mm, thank you. glow that's emanating through, so it's powerful. So, and, and Joe, what I love about this, and it's the challenge, even if you don't agree or if it's mm -hmm. it's like it's stirring something different yes. and you thought for me and getting out of the regurgitated conversations to stimulate your own truth, whatever, wherever that may land right now, but to even to think into a new probability. Yeah. 
and to allow that to waken up within you, again, it expands the cell, the receptivity for light to come in, which is beautiful. Exactly. Because if not, we're just stuck. We're stuck in in something that we have all organically grown through. You know, the same energy that was here during Moses or Christ or during Buddha is not what yes. we're hearing now. We are evolving continuously. And when we are more consciously aware of how source energy actually views this reality, and we are in sync and in alignment with that, we have more creator creator energy to work with and, right. and be in this reality. So, I mean, to me, for anyone that has had moments of, wait a minute, maybe I, I do hear quite often from my, uh, the beings that I get to hang out with in my work, I hate to call it audience because I always look at everyone as a peer, a fellow master of light, no matter what they know or don't or don't know. There is a sense of, wow, I can really see how some of those older ideas that I had, they were actually contradictory to what I know now as source energy. And no matter, no, I mean, no wonder I felt stuck. No wonder I would feel expanded, but then immediately contract. No wonder I felt like I was chasing sort of spiritual experiences to almost like get a high because I didn't feel fueled in source energy on my own. Yeah, makes sense. It's big. Makes sense. It's big. And um, the yeah. pricing, I mean, I just, I will point out that normally a 30 minute session with me is $115. Um, so that plus all of this material and I do lifetime access to the resources. Um, and there, uh, it is very common that people listen two and three times to every single recording and even come back to it maybe even years later and they still get so much more out of it because we are creating it in a multidimensional transcendent way that is beyond space and time. Um, so to create it now in this bit of chaos, when it's like source energy and all the angelic realms handing a hand to us saying, Hey, could you please take a look at this? We want you guys to do well. We want humanity to, to somehow thrive in this mess. Right. That's wonderful, Joel. Well, what I love about your work also, and what you share is that it's, it, you'll be on the show and then I'll notice like some of the audience is like, where'd you guys go? And when my audience goes from my goes from our platform into a place where they're being nurtured and having the opportunity to go into intimacy, it, it makes me know that I've done my job well mm. as far as hosting this platform. And so um, I just want to say that I notice when people go to certain other people's platforms and they stay and they keep growing and, and that's happened over and over um in our sharings and that's just it's it's so satisfying to me mm. um because again on the show we provide an opportunity to dip our toes in and go deep yes in, in lots of different ways but then there's a deep dive into a particular energy that's coming through through the expression of another speaker and the wisdom that they're sharing the connections that they have and and that for me is the ultimate because that's where that sustainable oasis of growth becomes available yeah john you are such a special being and i i know i'm among friends <laughs> feeling that about you your integrity shows so beautifully and it definitely did in that statement um oh, i mean just the i mean you aren't here to keep people in a bubble 
you're here to help people and support them in the source energy that they are. You and I, there's scarcity, Jill. Again, more audience will show up. It'll be guided into something else. It's as I was easily guided into this, I'll be guided into the next thing. So it's, there's just the trust. And again, that Mm. awareness that we, our bodies, our mind and our spirit and that connection to our guidance that once we get into the flow of that trust and you're so in it, it's again, you and I resonate Mm -hmm. just so beautifully because we trust that and we see it in each other. Um, that it's, it's easy. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's, I don't, what's also coming up and I know that you get into the energies as well. What's coming up in, we'll call it in the forecast of what's coming in mm-hmm. is like we're not holding on to things and outcomes in the way that we did before either. Yes. There's an organic flow of also letting go because it's always this or something better. Exactly. Yes. And the, and the acceptance in terms of the way that the planet and all life on it is heading there's more diversity, there's more divergence than convergence. And that's another part, I think, of the conventional framework that has been tricky for a lot of people, they keep expecting that as we evolve, we're going to agree more as a human race. And my team and I are always like, oh, no, we're going to have as you have more creator energy in in this in this realm, there will actually be more heterogeneity, not homogeneity. Oh, I can feel that. Going back to mm-hmm. the Socratic philosophy and agreeing to disagree and what that stimulates and all these other things. Oh, I like that. So that's, I like that. but think if your expectation is, oh, well, eventually my neighbor and I that voted for different people will agree. No. <laughs> and and maybe even there'll be more parties. Ah, as an American, I would love more parties <laughs> to pick from. Um, more more choices, and it does mean more choices, and it does mean more diff, more varying cho- choices being made, not more consistent choices being made. And politically, we're running into a lot of that um, that old thinking of oh well, everybody who's who decides to think will eventually make it to this to this group and to that party and to that candidate that I just look at it and go, oh, that's not going to work. No, no. I, I, disagree. I agree yeah. with you as well. Um, so the first package, Jill, that's mm-hmm. $177. Yes. Payment. And then the second package, what's different in the second package other than that there's an additional 30 minutes. So it's in a one hour section. Yeah. But it's you really go and meet with people. Mm-hmm. It's what's the intention of the second package? So the second package, the way that the reason we're doing it is that there is another level of information, detail, specificity that those that are professionals in the field want to have, not just for them personally, but to upgrade and expand their practices and their modalities and and what they're offering in the world as the professional that they are. So there's a whole other layer of activation, specifics, examples, um, wisdom. It is a whole other dimensional range of all of it. Um, And normally a 60 minute session with me is 220 USD. So that combined with the regular package and then all of the other, and I do hope that people make, it helps people be even more successful in their businesses, especially mm-hmm. during these trying times because authenticity is key. And when you are in alignment with the way that source energy looks at others, looks at self and looks at this entire reality, you are in alignment like 
goddess or god and it allows for that that beacon of that creator energy the not only willingness to serve the ability to serve expands dramatically and i do believe that individuals are getting increased discernment in terms of what's real versus what feels like it's just kind of a pop-up shop that doesn't really got much going on there right so who would you consider a professional oh so intuitives healers um psychiatrists psychologists um anyone that officially or unofficially is in service to others teachers even would be a professional to me um counselors therapists astrologers psychics um spiritual speakers channelers mediums i mean really it's it's inside the spirituality sort of industry and outside of it those that officially and unofficially serve the light in others beautiful beautiful and i love this again for any of y'all that are wondering what to do with your business or why it isn't growing mm -hmm. or again that alignment piece and that integrity piece and authenticity it's it's key because it, again it illuminates something uh, that can perhaps direct you to to your truth and, and how that draws people around you professionally will also be dramatically affected. So it's beautiful, Jill. And I love to do that in private work. Um, in the in the session work with individuals that are fellow professionals, I I mean they're routinely we're giving specific wording to use in terms of what to call what they do. Um, a specific phrasing, um, a different way to to um, add adjacencies in their business, and even what to kind of maybe consider stop doing. Um, there's just very specific advice that comes through in those private sessions. And regarding the new framework of this Infinite Light Activation Series, in the professional version, there's an even stronger um, relevance in terms of using language that those that are in more the mainstream sort of um, layers of society that they can relate to. Because if we keep using language that is only it's like spiritual lingo, we are almost unconsciously excluding ourselves from those that are in more mainstream. And I have a lot of clients that are not very deep into spirituality. They're amazing, high integrity beings that want to be their best self. And they find me and I can speak to them. And I love speaking with them because that, that's what I was. The first 38 years of my life, I didn't know any of this stuff. Um, so there's a, there's a mainstream um, translation that is beneficial to all of us going forward, especially with the economy the way that it is. And we can do that. And I think for some people, it's almost like we kind of forgot. And we, I think for some individuals, they kept waiting for humanity to awaken and then they were gonna get busy. And it's like, I'm still kind of handling the same clients and I don't know how to describe Reiki to my neighbor that just got back surgery. I'm like, I love to help with that. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's so good. I've been guided also to reframe some of the vocabulary, mm -hmm. to reframe the branding. Yes. Um, to really ground in the conversation, not only so that others will receive it, but it's about me being received as well. Mm -hmm. And you said it so beautifully, where am I shutting myself out from opportunities to be in relationship that are right for me? Because I'm holed up in particular languaging that feels very comfortable to me and that are triggers that people, you said what word and oh, we're attracted to you because of that word. And it's, that's a superficial relationship. Yeah. And we're looking for the depth. And so to open up the, um, 
the flow through our authentic expression rather than using trigger words that invite a particular community in um it's going to expand all our experiences exactly when we know we're doing it to me we know we're doing it right when you're using words that make them curious like oh oh i want you know i want to feel better in my body oh i want to um get you know pain relief um without having to take a pill um, I want to feel centered and calm and able to handle my day without drugs. I mean, that's everybody, you guys. <laughs> that's everybody. So if we can use language that makes them curious versus, oh, no, I'm not into that or I don't believe that, we, we make it too easy, I think, for those that are outside of an, an enlightenment community to dismiss us. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So beautiful. So y'all, the second package of Jilgen, two packages to choose from. The second package, it's 377, two payment options, yep. and that is well. Uh, the 60-minute session, y'all take advantage of it. Again, mm. Click on the special offer button, add it to checkout. Um, you have a calendar on there to book your sessions. I do, correct? and I upgraded my calendar system. I, I just, it was getting a little buggy, and I don't know what that was, but finally I was just like, okay, fine, I'm switching. And the new one is so good. Yeah, and Jill's meticulous about her, <laughs> the way she works things, <laughs> which is so wonderful because you make it seamless and so it's so accessible. Everybody, take advantage of the special offer with Jill. I know you're going to, if you take the work, you're going to become a fan for life. And that's why I talked about that earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, the special offers there. Click on the button or go to beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash Jill22, the number 22, and it'll take you to that same page where you can add it to shopping cart start receiving the downloads and book your session as well. Um, so wonderful, Jill. So now, Jill, let's get into the conversation yeah. of practices. Okay. So, and my team has been, we've been trying to find a way to playfully do this. And then they were like, well, yoga studios do this too. And I'm like, oh, that's right. So what I understand, and I'm not a, I'm not a yoga devotee. I have done yoga when I was like 18. And then I just, anyway, didn't do that. Um, but what I learned actually through clients that are yoga, you know, teachers and instructors and trainers and all those things is that there is, there are yoga studios that make the majority of their income through training other or certifying other yoga teachers versus yoga clients. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? I mean, and then, and cause I was always a little bit mystified by my intuitive work and my speaking work, it's almost like, well, can you teach me how to be a speaker? Can you teach me how to be an intuitive? And I'm just like, I don't understand this question. <laughs> because if I go to, I do boxing and, and weight training, and I never go there and say, I want you to teach me how to teach people how to box. It never even occurred to me. So this is a very foreign system for me because I interact and, and purchase things from people all that I don't want to be my dentist. I don't want to be, you know, my doctor. I don't want to be my hairstylist, but there's something weird going on, in my opinion, in spirituality, where it's almost like the, there's a, a good portion of either clients or the offering that's about, let me, let me offer the service to you, and then I'll teach you how to do it for yourself or for others. And I don't, I don't understand why that business model needs to be there, but in Metatron, that's just said because it doesn't need to be there. It's not necessary for everyone to be able to talk to with their team. It's not necessary for everyone to be 
self-healing. We have systems in place in this reality to support each other and to seek support from others and to offer support to others. It, it's not meant to be where we could survive on an island alone, taking care of all of our needs at the same time. I mean, just look at all the people trying to give themselves a haircut, right? I really missed my hairstylist over this, over this quarantine stuff. Anyway, so, so the yoga studio model, and there are, I mean, even in my, my little city, I see yoga studios come, studios come and go a lot. And the, I don't feel like it's a sustainable model. So what if we just let go all of these ideas that we have to be the teacher, that we have to be the practitioner, that we don't have to chase down all these certifications. We will save ourselves. I, John, I've met, and I know you know people like this too. There are beautiful, amazing bringers of light that have spent thousands of dollars on all these really, really amazing certifications, and they still don't use them. They still don't share them as a practitioner. And I don't know if it's a hobby or they feel like they're going to open up shop one day or what that is. But I'll tell you what my experience oh, of, tell me. of it is. And, and reflecting back as, we're, as you're bringing it into conversation, there are certain practices. And again, when, when I was doing Bikram all the time, and mm -hmm. there's, there's a physical, there's a chemical release, and you feel good, and you're mm -hmm. touching into something, and the breathing is connecting you to something. Same thing, going to deep meditation, or you have a, a teaching dream coming in, and your pituitary gland opens up, and there's this release that's mm -hmm. happening, and it feels so wonderful. And you feel at once connected with something that you didn't before and and then it's like oh my god everybody needs to feel this how can i share this with other people and so oh well let's teach it let me become certified so that i can become an expert so that i can be received for the love that i'm receiving and so whether we want to connect with our guides want to have those peak experiences through plant medicine but there's a tribal mentality that goes along with it that shuts out part of the world, again, through the conversation, by putting it in a pocket, again, the tribal mentality doesn't allow the flow, the essence of who we are to really emanate what we've received because we're putting it in somebody else's container based on their experience. That's beautiful. I, I did watch, um, I watched the documentary about Vikram, by the way. I like documentaries. That was pretty interesting. So I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on the the fact that there can be some manipulation in this, that it, it feels good. If you aren't exactly as you beautifully described it, if you're in an experience that you love and the teacher that's helping facilitate that taps you on the shoulder and says, you could do what I'm doing. That's, that's, that feels good. And it's almost like I don't even you just I'll get out my I'll get out the checkbook. How, you don't even care how much you just want to feel that way. And you want to help other people feel the way that they're making you feel. But to me, when the when the business model and I, you know, my MBA background, I, I, you know, the business model of I'm in business and I'll, I will offer it to clients. But really, my main business is helping other people create a business. How many yoga, yoga studios does a community need? I mean, how many can it support? And then you get into the actual financial <coughs> cash flow aspect of, is it, is it a false promise of, you know, they're not saying, yeah, it's going to require this many thousands of dollars in training. And by the way, I can't pay my bills unless I get so many of you signed up to take the training 
to try to think you're going to do what I'm going to do that I'm not doing very well because I can't pay my bills. So I don't want to make it all about money. But if the guise is you can do this for a living, I'm sorry, you're basically the the implication is you're going to make money at, at a habit that you love. Right. And that's yeah. that's not true. And they're not being honest about that. And, and I don't know. It's just it's a strange. Uh, I don't think it, it has to be this way. And it's being it's taking advantage of the endorphins that are being released, the, oh. the, the love chemicals that are showing up. And so there's a peak experience. Oh. It's like it's like like timeshares are perfect for that. Oh, Come visit yes. our timeshare. They put you in the experience and you're in paradise, but you've got to go through this presentation first and you're so high on the experience. And they push, 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 push because those love buttons have been pushed. The endorphins are kicking in. The chemistry is lit up. Where if you were separate from it for five days, they, they couldn't push so hard because you're not running the 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 entanglement of god i have to have this and if i don't have it now it's going to go away you are so smart at this and i didn't i didn't think about the psychology of the sales the sales personship but you're exactly right it's a there's a there's highly you know trained individuals and i love I love like shopping for a car and negotiating on a car. I have never done sales training, but I'm really, I'm naturally good at psychology. And when somebody's, you know, they're like, so what do you guys do for a living? I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, they're trying to get go. us on their ride. You know what I mean? And sometimes I just want to mess with them. Like, oh, I'm a circus performer. <laughs> I clean houses. Just to not play the game. <laughs> Totally knows my soul, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm teasing. I've never told anyone I'm a circus performer, but I might one day. Yeah. Oh my God, it's amazing. So, what practices do serve us? What can we go into that's really here for like amplification of this light that we carry? The best practice we can be is to allow ourselves to be fully human, and that that includes 3D. So it's it's okay and it's healthy to get angry about things in the world. It's okay and it's healthy to let ourselves get sad and have whatever emotional range you normally have. It's dishonest in some ways, this conventional framework of spirituality, where we've tried to remove the third and fourth dimensions and everything we thought went along with it. So it's like only and even the language high vibe and low vibe, we offer a new language structure for that wide and narrow. I have a hard time calling it higher and lower. Yeah. It's, and, that, it, and I try to find the words for it. And it's like, it's, this is what uh, I mean, but it's you, so you may like wider it. and narrower because at, instead of higher, you're actually wider in your energy field. So you are holding more light. That's and then so when good. we're narrow, we're, we feel tight in our energy field. So all we feel is the, the rawness of the, the nerves or, you know, anxiety or whatever that is. So we feel tight. But when we're wider, it's like, okay, yeah, the anxiety is right there. Okay, got it. Uh, anger, maybe right here. Um, jealousy, <laughs> you know, whatever that is. And then out here, you're like, but it's all good. <laughs> so you have all of it at the same time. And I think the that to me is the most important spiritual practice is to honor the ways that you are maybe low vibe and that it's real and that it may never go away in your lifetime and again it can't it can't get in the way of the light that you are so it's refreshing it's liberating it's honest it's authentic 
Source energy isn't bothered if we're having an angry day. Jesus had a temper. Oh my God. Right? And it was it was always righteous. He just said it was always righteous still. <laughs> That's fine, right? So we're we have this human equipment to use and to be. So to me, a spiritual the, my favorite spiritual practice is to let yourself be alive in all of the human ways that that you feel are real and natural to you. And that's the question that comes up for me. It's like, if you're in suffering, where are you denying who you yeah. are, all parts of it? Or if all you're, part. or if it's an overly, almost like a spiritual robot sort of sensation, right? Where if I get, you know, frustrated and I'm on some rant on Facebook and they're like, that's not very spiritual until you know? <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, I can't, I can't. And then I normally look like, is she actually a client or is she just on Facebook and trying to waggle her spiritual finger at me? <laughs> Jesus is always like, get pissed, Jill, just get pissed. It's all, <laughs> it's all, it's all because you love. And then it, it's because you love so much that you're mad about this, you know? Um, anyway, so the spiritual practice of really allowing yourself to be self-reflective on the weird, awkward thoughts we can have in our day and that we're not overly monitoring by some pseudo-spiritual, well, that's not spiritual and this is, right? Well, Jane, that, that takes me into shame. Yes. It takes me, there's so much shaming going uh, on with all the judgments and things that come up. And yeah. Just, and it, it's been, so phony. It's so inauthentic. Yeah. I just, ew, yeah. it makes my skin crawl. I, I think we should get rid of the word shame. Yeah, on the, on the <laughs> other hand, though, John, <laughs> on the other hand, I mean, when I've made a really, really thoughtless, stupid choice, I mean, even when I, you know, embarrassingly think of things that maybe I did when I was younger or whatever, I do, I guess I could call it shame. I feel like it's actually healthy. I don't, because I don't use it to beat myself up. I just, I do it actually as an opening of love of, oh man, that's, my God, that felt so ugly. Like when I, when I said that, or when I thought that, or when I did that when I was 14 or whatever, and I'm not saying I belabor that stuff, but I'm there with the grace and the love of, oh man, we all, we all do stupid stuff. It's okay. Yeah. You know, but, but, the but the shaming of others carries. A oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And so Someone's yeah. wagging the finger and you shaming you for a lust conscious thought according to their opinion. <laughs> um, there's something in that energy that's destructive. It's again, that, it's that, that entanglement that tries to source its power <laughs> from somebody else. You're right. And it's, it's so virtue signaling, signaling it's called now and all these things that I took, I took debate in college. So part of me just gets so frustrated that it happens on social media, because if they were here, if we, you and I were hanging out and somebody did it on a dinner table or something, I'd be going like, Oh, oh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, let's do this. Right. And I'd be laughing and giggling and we'd be ribbing each other. And I'd be going, did you just do that? Like, come on, let's like, what are you, what are you going for there? Like, what do you really want to ask me? You know? Um, because I, I love, I'm, I'm fine now with confrontation. I actually welcome confrontation now. And I had to create that version of Jill. I didn't have that version of Jill before, but I love her and she's fearless. I'll go to bed for other people. I mean, my daughter's, my daughter's got stories. You're aware that nothing's being taken away from you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And there may be an opportunity. I mean, there may be another that I love real conversations. 
Um, so when somebody is being inauthentic and, and I have an interest in the time, I'm kind of like, so, so did you really mean it when you said that? Or, you know, and I just, I kind of like to dig a little bit and see what happens there. But on social media, it's just really unsatisfying. But I, I love all the layers that we can be. And I feel like some of us, I mean, like, oh, I'm too passive or, oh, I'm too extroverted or, well, then create another layer of yourself that is more assertive um, and more extroverted. I don't know. But this, all these sort of excuses of, oh, well, I can't have the life I want because they're all just, they're all silly reasons and they deny the creator energy that we all have. So everybody, we're going to, we're not finished yet, by the way, because I'm going <laughs> to ask before we end the call tonight, and you all are going to want to hang out for this, I'm sure. Um, but we're going to run the replay. We'll send out the video replay a little bit later this evening. It'll take a little while for it to render, so be patient with that. And we'll post it on the replay page and also send it in the link and an email. Um, the replay page, if you want to look for it later, on the site is beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash replay. Super easy to find. And, of course, Jill's special offer is just so cool with it either 30 minute or 60 minutes in the private session, and then the depth of content mm. and integration and transmission that you're going yeah. to receive is the differentiation on two packages. <laughs> uh, read through the sales page and see which one resonates for you, but I highly recommend working with Jill. And again, it's, I know so many people who are dear friends of mine who follow Jill, who've been working with her, who are part of her community, I'll call it. Mm. Um, and you're going to like the people that are there, I promise. I know for a fact. So take advantage of that. And Jill, before we end this evening, I'm, I'm guided. I want to ask. I'm not even guided. I want to ask. Is there a message from the team that wants to come through for the ending of tonight's call? Yeah, let's do that. Thank you for asking. In all the ways that the outer world has been sort of like cracked like an egg. We will always be excited about creator energy in your reality. We will always be supportive of what each of you feel led and inspired to be as your one and offer and share in your reality. We are constantly impressed and inspired by how amazing a group like yours is in being your own source of inspiration at times and being such a beautiful source of inspiration for others even when you're not trying even when you're not even saying anything just the way that you can hold yourself together in the midst of chaos the way that you can hold your love and your grace and your compassion. Nobody asks you to do that. It's a natural part of your wiring and it is sensational. It is so beautiful. We would love for all of you to give yourself a little more credit or a lot more credit for just how beautifully you wired yourself for the job of being you in the world. There have, and we've touched on this in the, in the call today, and we talk about it in much more detail in the series, 
there have been a lot of unnecessary false expectation placed on this group for how the rest of the world is doing. That somehow you guys are supposed to act as if you have control over that and that you can almost like manipulate the collective into a more positive vibration. But what we want to remind you of is when Jesus was on the planet, it was pretty messy. When the Buddha is in the bodysuit, it hasn't been perfect. When Quan Yin was in her bodysuit, there was chaos all around and intense manipulation. So none of these fellow bringers of light had this expectation of how the world would look because they were there. And we're so excited for a new framework to be instituted should you choose so that you can be a more liberated bringer of light no matter what the rest of the world is doing or how they are responding or not to this amazing group that brought their light with them and are aware of it. So with this approach, as you are you in your world as it is, let your love shine. Let yourself feel praised and raised as the light of source infinitely in your one. You are risen as the light that you are. Every day, every moment, you allow yourself to be alive, walking, talking, being, seeing, hearing, tasting, smelling, everything in the world. And thank you for doing so. You have a hard job and we'd love to support you. Thank you so much for the you that you created and the light that you are. Let it be. So beautiful. That's, that went straight into my heart, Jill. Thank you so much. Thank wow. you. Yeah, and you're welcome. I love how it had a had a bit of a elbow rib, <laughs> but a heart grab too. <laughs> wow, so wonderful. Mm. Oh, wow, so much life through that. Jill, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. Always. Oh my God, I can be on here every day if you want. Um, <laughs> you will take advantage of the offer with Jill. Um, go work with her. It's amazing. And um, it's with that. I want to thank you all for being on the call with us today. Also for bringing in your light, your love, your ability to amplify um, what's possible for all of us. So thank you for being a beautiful ignition for that. I can't wait to meet with you guys in your private session. That, that I wish you all a fantastic evening. Send you all my love. A huge hug. And look forward to seeing you on the next call. Good night.